Before we get started, Into the Depths is a production of All Eyes on You production. Our patrons are Randy Loving and Lyle Holmes, who help keep the show going. Any and all credits needed for the music and sound effects will be found in the show notes. Let's get right into it. Testing. Testing. One, two, three. One, two, three. All right. Hello, friends. Uh, agents of the ARK Foundation listening. Uh, I am Jamie Manson, the head researcher of the Aquatic Division, um, you know, here at ARK. I'm stationed at the lovely, notorious NOD Base 11, aka not 11. <sighs> Today I bring you a fun little collection of rediscovered papers recovered by our underwater operatives after the catastrophic crash of multiple naval operative disposal units, not stations. These papers contain the accounts of crewmates aboard the operating vessels. Some in order, while others remain scattered, but I'm gonna endeavor to present them in the most coherent fashion possible, so... Uh, if anyone's wondering why I'm doing this, essentially my base is not really doing a whole lot of anything today, and the DOUGs are having, um, let's call it software problems, growing pains, stuff like that, so kinda gotta rely on the good old human touch. So let's, uh, let's continue on. Uh, we're going to be starting with uh, Nod1's account, with uh, Operative Smith. December 1st, 2020. Operative name, Smith. NOD1. Today marks the commencement of a crew rotation for Nod1. We've had rotations before, but this time... It's an entirely new team. We've undergone rigorous training and been primed to get our act together for this station. As a marine biologist recruited by the esteemed ARC Foundation for my groundbreaking research on the enigmatic fur-bearing trout, a species that defies common beliefs by indeed possessing fur, I find myself amongst a group of individuals who will form our new team. Intriguing, isn't it? It's fun how new personalities can shed new light on different situations. A marine biologist, mechanic, engineer, stuff like that. Until next time, this has been Smith. December 2nd. I must say, my team seems rather intriguing. We have Ashley, a brilliant engineer in her late 20s who brings her unique expertise to the table. We have Deshaun, a former Marine in his 30s, actually, surprisingly calm and collective despite his, um, past. I have some Marine family who still can't get over what they've seen. So, I'm happy for him. Cheryl, our technical electrician. She proves herself more than just a technician with her impressive mastery of all things mechanical. Lastly, we have Michael, 
a nurse with a military background as well. Around 40 years old, a man of few words, really. We'll be spending the next few weeks together, and it's a relief that we seem to get along. Yet there's an inescapable sense of unease hanging in the air. Our facility, almost entirely constructed of glass, offers a breathtaking view of the abyss below. But there's something eerie about staring into the void. It's as if the glass itself possesses a consciousness staring back at us. Of course, I, I know a bit must be my paranoia playing tricks on me. I've never really been this deep into the ocean, but um, I, I do have specialty for mirroring life in the depths, so it, it makes sense. Until next time, this is Agent Smith. December 12th. Up until now, nothing extraordinary has occurred. However, Michael decided to take a stroll in the depths with a scuba gear. Seeking a change of scenery from the monotonous oceanic expanse, I guess trying to see different ocean. When he returned, he... He seemed visibly shaken. Rushing straight toward me with a look of fear in his eyes. He asked about the secrets concealed within this part of the ocean. I casually dismissed his concerns, uh, jokingly mentioning anglerfish and assuring him that we're too high up for them to peer into our nod station. But he looked me in the eyes with the, a look that demanded honesty, pleading for me to stop playing games. Turns out that poor Michael has an intense fear of sharks and claims to have seen something massive out there. While it's true that sharks inhabit these waters, they wouldn't dare approach us. Our powerful lights serve as deterrent, blinding their sensitive eyes, and we deploy devices that disrupt their electromagnetic senses. It's kind of like a shock collar, you know, when a dog gets to the edge of a fence line. You know, it shocks them and sends them into a slight spiral so they go away from it. Despite my attempts to reassure him, he turned pale and walked away, clearly distraught. Intrigued, I reviewed the footage captured by our sea rovers during their mineral collection expeditions. One of the rovers had ventured just a mile away from Michael's location. The footage, albeit grainy from a distance, revealed something ominous. The footage revealed Michael walking alone to the east of the Nod Station, stopping abruptly when he reached a point about a mile away. I shivered when I witnessed a colossal shadow passing The sound it admitted was otherworldly. A chilling mix of distorted screams, groans, and echoes resembling the haunting call of a whale. I have uh, 
included a physical copy of said noise recorded. Um, it will be left in my journal. Quick interlude, this is Jamie again, um, outside of this. So I'm going to be playing the audio because I do have the disc here and uh, I've already given it a listen to and it's not fun. Begin audio sequence. December 20th, a major breach occurred in the hall. It's threatening the integrity of our station. Uh, Ashley, displaying unwavering determination, toiled tirelessly to seal the breach. Unfortunately, the setback may force us to depart earlier than anticipated. However, amidst the chaos, Ashley made a startling discovery. The breach was caused by a keratin spike eerily reminiscent of human fingernails. Uh, end transcription. Um, following this incident, a submarine was dispatched to an odd base. Upon external observation, multiple breaches were discovered flooding the base. Um, regrettably, anything not securely stored in a waterproof bag was lost, including the other four journals. That could have shed further light onto these uh, puzzling events. Um, the, uh, the bodies of the crew in Nod 1 remain missing, save for visceral remains, which yield inconclusive results upon DNA analysis. The sea rovers, along with their valuable footage, were destroyed as the backups were stored on a faulty hard drive. To say that these unsettling accounts combined with the missing pieces leaves us disturbed would be an understatement. From here we're going to end it, but uh, I do have more journals and more will be coming. Um, hopefully there's... Uh, somewhere in here where we can piece things along better. This is uh, Jamie Manson for Nod 11 signing off. Of course you're gardening, like, right when I start recording, man. What the fuck? Test, test, one, two, one, two, live mic, live mic. Test, test, one, two, one, two, live mic. Is it, is it gonna pick this up? Is it, is it actively picking me up? Ah, but, ah, son of a bitch. Alright, patrons are getting more bloopers from now on, Jesus Christ.
Why did recording become such a weird thing for me to do, man? I've been doing this for over a year. You think I'd, you think I'd be good at this by now?